Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m., your daily companion. Good afternoon, my family, and welcome to it. It's Radio Pulpit. You're on 6.57 a.m. Thank you so much for making us your daily companion. We're crossing straight over to conversation with Dr. Lucas Malloy, and we are doing a pre, uh, is it pre, projections into the budget speech by the minister at 2 o'clock. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. Passionate about God, passionate about people. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Download our mobile app or visit radiopulpit.co.za to listen to your favorite station 24 hours a day. Pila impilo ya konati Ngena gu radiopulpit.co.za Umgani wako imisha ngemisha it is 41 minutes after uh, 1. That is what is your time. At 2 o'clock, uh, Pastor VTJ Masakwana is back with us next week. Uh, but we are indeed crossing over to the live broadcast um, in partnership with the government communication um, uh, department. And uh, we will certainly be bringing you the broadcast of the budget speech live. Right now, let's have, uh, let's hear what Udada, uh, joining us all the way from Limbobo, uh, has in store for us. This conversation, my family will deal specifically uh, today with two matters, Christian publishing norms and standards and the difference between a draft and a manuscript. This student, uh, Pastor Tladi, you know, has been having a wow, you know, like a a, a proper day in the field uh, this afternoon. Good afternoon, Dada, and welcome. Good afternoon. <laughs> How are you, my sister? I am blessed and highly favored. You know, I'm being tested and tried this afternoon, but it is well with my soul. Uh, no, thank you so much for your time, Dada, this afternoon. We really look forward to this conversation. And I think, look, we are... Um, Continuing, if we were going according to our modules, uh, this would be module three, but we've agreed to take a bit of a detour today um, and deal with two very important and burning questions in the area of publishing, yeah? Yes. Um, thank you, uh, this, uh, listeners, and may the Lord bless you as you continue on this journey. Mm. Let's pray for one another. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So today, yes, we are taking a little detour, uh, my sister, and we'll, I want to answer a question. What are the Christian norms and standards that underpin Christian publishing and writing? Mm. We need to find out what are the cornerstones where we can anchor our publishing dreams, our writing dreams, and so forth, so forth, and so forth. So basically, I'll go through two things very quickly, but I'll, I'll, I'll be very slow because these are a hard boat, you know. We'll look first and foremost at the norms and standards, and uh, from there, we'll look at what is happening in both nationally and internationally so that we can know that we are not in isolation, my sister. Mm. Third news is, yes, we treat in South Africa, 65 million people we hear, but we are still in democracy. Is that so, Ian? Uh, no, absolutely. There are still quite a number of things that need to be articulated. And one of them is Christian publishing as far as the norms and standards are concerned. We need to revisit that. We need to pray for that space so that, like any other country, we'll be able to stand firm mm. on what we believe in. Mm. First question, 
What are the norms? What are the standards? At the present moment, as I said to, uh, to you last time, uh, uh, as a uh, friend, we do not have, unlike in other professions where you have got your A, B, C, D, E of how things are done. I'm going to point again and say, first and foremost, Christian publishing is a calling from God. That's what you said uh, last week, Ayanda. Mm. But secondly, we said for it to make a mini, it must run along business lines. So the core business lines, what are the standards? I'll mention six of them. Number one, the first standard, the first norm that governs all of us as publishers, both nationally and internationally, Christian publishing should be based on the word of God, the Bible. Now, what does that mean? Should I quote verses as I go along, I understand, should I quote this and that? No, the answer is not. Mm. Yes, where necessary, code your voices, but the platform on which you ride on should be the Bible. We always say the equal language is expressed in speech. If you want to know Ayanda, wait for her to open her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wait for her to put her pen down. Then you'll know this lady from Eastern Cape, who she is. So, whatever you write, it should be about the Bible. Whether you quote verses or you don't quote verses, mm. the foundation on which you stand when you write. Because remember, it's a call, and the Lord has given you this space to write something you want to tell the people. It's about the Bible. Mm. But a second principle, before I leave that one, yes, I and you'll comment as you go along. Mm-hmm. It should not only be about the Bible, the 66 books. It should be about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let me give an example here. I sent you something this morning, I wonder whether you did see it. I went to church one day and then two friends. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? Yes, no, absolutely. And after, mm-hmm. and after I thought, I said, but Lord, what do I do with this? And the Lord said, Go and write a book mm. about flowers. Go and write a book about this that can teach children values and morals. And I sat down and, and out of that, two books came out. Sure. The first one is called Splendor Bees. The second one is called Veggies Blossom Like Flowers. So in those pages, we talk about God the Father. Mm. We talk about God the Son. We talk about the Holy Spirit. Yes. The vision came, but it should not only be about the Bible, it should be about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. So that is enough to guide any any author, any publisher who wants to put his pen down. Not only the Bible, but the Trinity. Mm-hmm. But a third principle, it should be about salvation of both the saved and the lost. Mm-hmm. That's the business of the Bible. Whatever we write, we should remember that there are two groups of people in this world, mm. and God wants them to be saved. Whether you quote verses or you refer to something, mm-hmm. let it be about the lost and the saved. You want to teach them about the word of God, you want to teach them about salvation, it should be about salvation of the souls. Mm. That's a third that's a principle. Mm-hmm. That you guide all of us. We may not stand on the pulpit, 
But as we write, let us remember, salvation is for everybody, the lost generation. Amen. The first principle, the Christian publishing and Christian writing is about resurrection of both the saved and the lost. Friends, time is coming. A day is coming that everybody, including myself, will stand up, both the lost and the, and the saved. Mm. So, peace and public is not only about salvation of the people, not only about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, not about the Bible, it's also about the resurrection. Mm. The God that we say is going to come back one day. So that whatever we read about, we should remember that. There are what you call today uh, different types of books. It could be theological books, it could be poetry, it could be a novel, it could be a drama, but everything should surround around the resurrection of both the dead and the lost. Mm-hmm. The final principle, Christian publishing, Christian writing should revolve around spiritual unity. unity of the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us just go through history very quickly. We know the stages of the church, where we are today. Now, today where we are, we are in the charismatic stage, aren't we, Ayanda? Yes. Our charismatic <laughs> prophets are out of there, mm-hmm. bishops are out of there, elders are out of there. Mm. We are at that stage now. Gospel of prosperity as we speak right now. Of course, it changes God's history from the start, from the 12 disciples until today, there's going through the stages. Mm. But in whatever stage we find ourselves, we should preach about the spiritual unity of the believers. There are 26 letters of the alphabet, Ayanda, from letter A up to Z. There are churches whose names start with A, aren't they? I don't know which one belongs to you, Ayanda. And then I belong to the Methodist. I'm somewhere number 14, you know, in the middle. And then at the end of the, I don't want to mention the name, but every letter of the alphabet has got the name of a church. So the spiritual unity is what the Christian publishing is all about. Mm. So these are the norms. These are the standards. Whatever corner the Lord calls you to do, remember you write on this. These are not first rules that are written down. If you trespass, then you go to prison. But these are the guiding principles that helps you. Mm. Before I go on, let me ask this question, uh, Dada, this afternoon. Um, yeah. So, because, you know, uh, as a Christian community, we struggle yeah. with certain aspects of salvation. Um, maybe let me, let me let me just stick to salvation, you know, the doctrine of salvation mm-hmm. as an example, right? Mm-hmm. So, if that is going to be a standard, Whose or which doctrine do we then confirm as the standard? Or do we then <laughs> incorporate every type of doctrine? How do we manage that? Because you see, the thing is with the standard, it, 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 yes. it, it streamlines everybody to a certain way of doing things, to a certain type of language, to a certain direction, to a certain pace. How do we manage that? As I said, uh, Ayanda, it's about God the Father, God the Son, God the but every church in the world today is called by God to do something. 
sister. Every church, once you study, it is what we call a theological articulation. Now, what does it mean? If my, my member of the church dies, what do I do? If I baptize a child, what do I do? If I say a person is saved, what should happen? So articulation will differ from here and there, but articulation should be there. The question is, which one should we follow? Mm. Which one should we follow? The basic principles are what I'm just saying to you. You cannot keep on a doctrine that is contrary to this. For example, there are people who say you are born free. You are sinless when you're born. There are those who say, no, mea culpa, magdima culpa. Which one do we take? Salvation is the key. You cannot come into the church. You cannot come <laughs> into whatever relationship with God unless you come through the door of Jesus Christ. Whether you raise up your hand or you are driving on the road, the Lord speaks to you. There is no principle of which one, but the main thing comes through the door through Jesus Christ. Mm. Whether it's baptism or is what if you come through the door, the right door, and you write about that. Yeah, no, Dada. Uh, look, we uh, we look forward to it, um, to the time when we will be developing the standards. And yeah. um, and, and I, I say this with all my heart, really, really looking forward to that time. And of course, yeah. because we're not going to embark on such a process without praying. I'm sure there are people already praying, you know, through yeah. all of these things. We The prayer is that what... what um, what we are doing now, you know, may it create a pathway of awareness and maybe yes. even a conviction to to to, to kickstart that prayer process, you know, yes. um, so that by the time we get to draft the standards, at least there is some kind of you know agreement, you know, with regards to what does that particular standard mean uh, for, yes. for 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 in terms of interpretation. We really, really pray, you know, uh, for God's yes. grace over this process. It's such an important process. You know that whenever I think about the issue of standard, I mean, can you imagine how the Gospels would have looked like if there was no standard in place? Yeah. Are you hearing it? Because, I mean, the Gospels are written by two, by four different people. One is a doctor. Um, I think one was a text collector, right? But 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 yeah. can you understand the perspectives from which you know? And I mean, you can see it in the gospel. But there is a certain standard that you can immediately see when you study the gospels. And so, uh, the issue of being a scribe for the things of God is not a small matter. Um, children, uh, thousand years from today, will depend on the credibility of what you and I, Dada, will set as a standard yeah. for recording uh, the yeah. things that we call the the, the, the the things of God. Yes. Okay, let's go on. So, you have got an experience. Mm. I mean, I've also had the same experience. You buy a book in a bookshop, you read the first five pages, immediately you ask yourself a question, but why did I buy this book? Because I can't pick God the Father here. No God the Son here. No salvation here. But why did I buy this? And you throw it away. Mm. Although the title of the book is Christ, whatever you call it, but the content of the book is far from what truth and publishing is all about. Mm. Now, for sisters, we are not alone in this struggle. I'll just mention three organizations. Um, 
Those who have got something to write, please write ECPA. ECPA stands for Evangelical Christian Publishers Association. This is an American association that started in 1974, where publishers like you and me and others like you and me started an association that set out the norms and standards of what Christian publishing is all about. And I would wish that we Google this, we become members of this, that we can learn. But also, the second one is called the Media Associates International. Now, this one was started by my friend. It's called My MAI. His name is Rocha Ramon. I was very fortunate to meet him in the States when we were training in 1996. Now, last year they were in but this year they're having their conference in Mexico. I would wish that we associate with them. Media Associates International. They just published a book now that is called Profit and Purpose, a Global Publisher's Guide for Financial Stability by Ramon. So these people are setting something that we can rely on. But in our, in our own country, we have got what we call an association Christian media, association Christian media, ACM, that just started some five years ago. We can also affiliate to them and see what the norms and standards are. But also, Ayanda, the other Christian publishers also have their own norms and standards. Eh? The first one I will mention, I want to mention all of them, We've got what we call straight Christian media in South Africa, uh, Christian publishers. They've got the norms and standards. You can get into that and find out what they stand for. But one that we all know in our malls today is called Kum Books or Kum Publishers. They also have that. So from international to national to norms and standards, yes, we are not alone. We are not. There are issues, there are steps that are taken on that we can keep the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ as it's supposed to be done. Let me pause there, Ayanda. Hello, Ayanda. We are with you, Dada, uh, this afternoon, and thank you so much um, for that. And I'll tell you what I'd like us to do uh, with this particular conversation, because today has just been uh, another type of day, let me tell you. Uh, So what we're actually going to do with this conversation um, after today, having looked at um, especially Christian publishing and norms, um, is that... Let's maybe take it to the end, you know, of our modules and then let's see, Dada, if we can uh, have another discussion, include other stakeholders and uh, to give this one a little bit of meat. But we appreciate your time and we have to cross over now to uh, the live broadcast, My Family, exactly two o'clock, our time 59 after one here on Radio Pulpit. Dada, um, Kanene, where does the family find you if we'd like to connect with you? That is fine. That is fine. Thank you very much. And where do we connect with you if we'd like to find you? Your contact details or your email address? Um, my cell phone address is 083 mm-hmm. 5941 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And my email is makuku mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at gmail.com. 
Fantastic. Uh, Pastor Tladi, my family, uh, joining us here from Coin Christian Books. Please do follow him, find out more about the service that they offer. It's exactly two o'clock. We're crossing over to the main studio uh, where we will be crossing over uh, to the budget speech uh, that uh, is due to be uh, delivered at exactly two o'clock. Feel, Feel the, the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. Do you read the word for today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details or SMS the word devotional to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.